How are y'all doing this rising? This is Soul Sister Therapy, Childhood Trauma Podcast. I am your host, Plum Queen. Peace, peace, team. You know me, Goddess Misha. Hope you all are having a blessed rising morning. Yes, yes, I am sure that we are. All right, we're going to get right on into it. I know that we had switched a few things up um, last week. I appreciate y'all letting me vent about my daddy and all. Um, but today, we're actually it's going to be something to bleed into that. We're going to be talking about sacrifice, just like he said. All right, we seem like we're gonna have we gonna have a instead of the singing bowl on Sundays with spirit, we got the rooster. So ah uh, ah, uh, we, we we gonna make this work, honey. We got hey, the rooster. If somebody they need to look up the spirits. I mean, and the, the rooster. Mm. I'm going to do that. I am absolutely gonna do that. Yeah, he's gonna come in right when he needs to. Right when he needs to. <laughs> All right. So um we're gonna be talking about sacrifice. Uh as I stated in the intro, uh, you know, that definition of that word, uh, it depends on who you're asking. You know, everybody has their different perspective on that. 
and but I want to talk about how it can affect um, us as children. And you know what I'm saying? How it can, you know, cause trauma. You know what I'm saying? On how you view that word. And how you See? So um, I'm going to start with one. I think we can um, bounce back off. I have two major points that I want to talk about. And um, yeah, we're gonna, I'm going to get right on into it. So my first one is I have a I have a friend that I went to junior high school with. And we're all grown now. And this individual decided to go to the military. They felt that going to the military was the best thing, you know what I'm saying, for their children, for their future. They wanted to give their children all of, you know what I'm saying, the opportunities, you know, that were out there. And, you know, if you know anything about the military, they take care of your good money, college, you know what I'm saying, all types of things. So that was what her idea was, you know what I'm saying, when she went. So after she got out, <clears throat> um, you know, and now that she's out, she has several businesses that she's running and she realizes that none of her children are taking advantage of any of those opportunities. They don't care too much. None of them went to college. She, she did all this work, you know what I'm saying, to, to put them in a position where they didn't have to pay for it. You know what I'm saying? But none of them went to college. You know what I'm saying? So in her mind, she feels like, you know, her kids are fucked up for that. Like I made all of these sacrifices. You know what I'm saying? For you, I, you know, went through all this training and breaking up my body and, you know, all the stuff that, you know, all the hardships that go along with being in the military. She had to endure those things in order to, you know, provide these opportunities. And in her mind, she feels like they just shouldn't on that. So I understand, you know, how she feels in, in one aspect. But what I was trying to get her to understand is, you know, your kids didn't ask you to do that. That's all I had to say about it. <laughs> your children did not ask you to go to the military to make that particular choice on how to take care of them. Because you don't know like that 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 lifestyle didn't affect them in a negative way more so than a positive way. Going to get into that. <laughs> exactly. So from her some of her children's perspective, they would have preferred her to be at home. See, when you're in the military, you're on call. That was a singing bowl. You're on call all the time. There, you know, there was times where she had left one of her, she had to leave one of her kids. You know, they're older and old enough to take care of themselves, but she had to leave them for sometimes months at a time. And again, in her mind, I'm out here working for my kids, not understanding that your children needed you to be present while they were going through certain things, especially when, you know, when you're teenagers, parents don't seem to understand or they forget because they used to be teenagers, that that is one of the most crucial times when we actually need you. you see, because now we're making our own decisions. It's different when you're telling us what to do, but there's a difference when now we're trying to learn how to make our own decisions and you're not around. Right, to guide us. To guide us there, you know what I'm saying? And... I don't, and her and her children, uh, you know, they don't understand that part of it, you know, and I try, I, don't, I try not to get into folks' business, you know what I'm saying? They did not hire me, you know, to fix their family and nothing like that, you know what I'm saying? So I'm very um, sensitive about that and I walk real cautiously, 
but I I hope that either party watches this, you know what I'm saying? And they can try to hear from the other person's perspective so they can come to a, a, a common ground. Because the fact is she done went to the military. You know what I'm saying? The damage is done. What I would like my friend to um, to have a better perspective on is the fact that you are saying that you sacrificed this thought process that I sacrificed this for y'all, so y'all are supposed to be doing this. Right, that's just their perspective. That's not their perspective. It's not. And for most of us, especially in our community, that is the attitude. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's always a struggle. You know, having children is a struggle. You know what I'm saying? It's a sacrifice, which kind of bleeds into my other point about how our, our parents in our community pretty much make our children, make us feel like we're a burden. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You, I, I, I've heard it before. You know what I'm saying? I know my aunts have definitely come at my cousins like this, but you're pretty much telling your children that you decided to have. Because again, they didn't come trickling down one day and whispered in your ear and say, make me. You decided, you know what I'm saying? Isolate to the individual without protection and to consciously open yourself up to the chance of having me. And so here, here I am. A, a, a thousand percent. You got to take accountability that. So you telling your kids that, oh, I sacrificed my high school this. I sacrificed my basketball or my football that. I sacrificed right. my dancing or whatever dream that you had. And that, you know, when you dreamed as a child, you telling your kids, again, that you decided to have, you're trying to make them feel, you're trying to make them feel bad for a decision that you made. Right. Like, that's not just their responsibility once they have, they make that action of laying down unprotected. Right. So. This happens. And that's what's supposed to happen is you're just supposed to be responsible for them and take care of them because you're bringing them into the world. Like. There's nothing special about that. There's nothing that's supposed to be taxing about that. There's no burden to that. There is nothing wrong with not wanting to go out to the clubs and staying home with your children. Like, unless you're away from your children making money and then still you have to at least have, hold that accountability that you may be hurting them while you're providing for them. They may be feeling some way that you're not with them and then you have to be willing to communicate with them and keep that open feel, you know, to where when they get the feeling that way, they can at least communicate that with you and release that. You can hold responsibility. You know, I know this is hard for you. It's hard for me too. Our mommy really misses you, but you know, this is temporary. Like we're gonna get through this, okay? And we'll have our bonding time, our time where we get to be together shortly. You know, you have to be able to communicate that. People don't wanna communicate that. People want to act like their children are just supposed to be okay with it because they're getting what they what they want, you know. And the reality is that's a lifestyle that you're choosing for them. Most children, like you said, would rather have their parents at home. You know, that's what they want because they don't they don't understand, you know, having to pay bills and and you know what I'm saying, having to live in this world. They don't understand that. All they know is you and your job is to prepare them and raise them you know what i'm saying to live in this world that is your that that is your ultimate job all the other stuff is honestly fluff your job is to prepare this human being to live in this world on their own that's what your that's your purpose well, you know? yeah. 
Once they're here, like, once you're here, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. That's not an option. Once you make them and bring them here, you automatically are supposed to guide them. Yeah. You don't have an option in that. And you don't get a reward for that. The reward is them being the best that they can be. And then in returns, because of the healthy relationship, them wanting to give to you when you begin to go into your transitioning phase. They're going to provide you with the best life. Make sure you're always comfortable. You have everything that you need because you did that for them when they were growing up. And that's the cycle of life. They're supposed to repeat. Absolutely. But I, I feel like, and again, this is, comes from our, ish, our you know, uh, deep-rooted issues. You know what I'm saying? We kind of put ourselves in these positions. You know what I'm saying? As far as that's why I preach heavily about we really need to change our thought process about sex. Mm. It feels good. I understand all that good stuff, but this is why these things happen. So we need to stop putting ourselves in a position to sacrifice what it is that we really want. If being a dancer or being an artist or being an athlete, if all of those things are truly important to you, then you might want to not have sex. Yeah. We need to start teaching our kids that instead of saying, oh, it's just a factor. Yeah, it's a factor of life, but it'll fuck you up if you don't know what you're doing. I have known several people who have had that happen to them. You know what I'm saying? They had this whole dream, whole setup of what they was going to do in sports and all that and fucked around and got that girl pregnant. That changed the course of that individual's life. And guys still can you know what I'm saying? And if I know better, they probably still hold some resentments from that. But that was a choice. You could have very well have chosen, you know what? I'm going to sacrifice having sex. See, y'all, we we make sacri we, we make the wrong sacrifices. Maybe let's sacrifice having sex. Right. Yeah. And then maybe we yeah. won't have you won't have to make those type of sacrifices. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then the day when you actually hold off on being sexual and you build it up, that increases your power energetically. Rather than just releasing it to any and everybody. See, we're not taught that. See, sex is a sport. We're not taught that, you know, sex is actually an energy exchange. Mm -hmm. It's starting to come out now. A lot of people, like a lot of men. Are, are talking about um, semen retention and, you know what I'm saying, and things of that nature. So it's starting to become, you know, a new thing, but we have to make that adamant, you know what I'm saying, when we're teaching our kids. Yeah. We have to repro, I understand how we were programmed, but we have to now reprogram these kids because be quite honest, they're pushing that on them. They're, you know what I'm saying? That is major, you know what I'm saying, for them. I mean, it was a big thing back in the days, but it's just so... Just, um, just saturated. Everything that our kids are into are just is just saturated with sex. So, and that's what me and my mom was talking about. Like my daughter with the dance team, like she's on the competition team, and they have to have red lipstick. And it's like she's thirteen. Why does she need um, red lipstick and makeup? You know, she's thirteen. What's the point? Who, who wants who? Out of the judges is requesting the children to put on grown women's makeup. I need to know. Why is that requirement? Where's that score? Because parents are allowing that. If every parent at that dance situation was like, no, 
This is a group of 13 year olds and we are not going to be a part of this. You know what I'm saying? But in our community, mostly, you know what I mean? We always thinking about the come up. We always thinking about some kind of way to get ourselves out of our situations. This is not really on. A lot of people sacrifice their children. I was going. I was going. I was going right into that. I was trying to find a way to because no, about this Tiffany Haddish. People sacrifice situation. their children for their for they for their dreams. The oh, now I have this child. I'm going to force them to do what I always wanted to do and make sure yep. to talk, sacrificing their sleep, sacrificing their childhood, sacrificing their relaxation. Like uh, one of the little um chiropractor TikToks. The guy was um, popping a little boy's back. He's like seven years old. And he's like, yeah, I'm only off day is Sundays. And, you know, he's like in school and then practicing his schedule is like 14 hours long, 16 hours long a day. Like he's just like hitting the pops of all the stress and energy in the little boy's body. Like it was like just like the grown people's. You know, he had his little watch on. I'm like, whoa. Like, it's impressive on one hand. That's impressive for a seven-year-old to do that. But then it's just like, it ain't productive. Y'all, you know, his parents are doing that. So again, they can come up out their situation. And again, that breeds or creates magic. Because you think about Michael Jackson and, you know, the, the whole, that's how their life was. You know, Janet was seven years old in Vegas performing with grown ass, you know what I'm saying? Grown ass people, you know, all these child actors, like uh, Orlando Bloom has been all over the internet lady, uh, lately. You see how, you, you see what happened to him. That's what sacrificing his childhood, you know what I'm saying? And having a normal life did to him. Mm -hmm. So what sacrifices are we really making? Mm. What is that? You know, what is what is a sacrifice really? Like, yeah, Ark, think about the R. Kelly's and you know what I'm saying? All that, you know, these people are sacrificing their children for money. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we got to do better. We got to, we have to, you know what I'm saying? We have to have an open mind, you know, about certain things, especially on the milder side, as far as what I, the examples that I gave earlier, you know, mm -hmm. R. Kelly's at all, that's on the other extreme side, but just based off of, you know, parents wanting to do the right thing, their intentions is, you know what I'm saying, to do the right thing, but it's misguided. Mm -hmm. And we need to, we need to uh, tackle that, you know what I'm saying? And, and be accountable for that so we can make changes. Because people understand you go through your day-to-day -day at your job and all the stuff you worry about. We really, you don't be really understanding what goes on in these kids' mind. And you forget what was going on in your mind. And that's you know what I'm going to say on a personal level. Like when it comes to sacrifice, in my mind, like I think about the ways that I sacrificed starting as a child and then into my adulthood. The things that I've had to release that I thought was healthy but wasn't. Like sacrificing my safety or sacrificing my peace of mind or sacrificing, you know, my body, my, my purity at the hands of thinking that I was protecting my family, you know, just by being silent, you know? And so a lot of that we carry as adults to where we'll be uncomfortable in a workspace, you know, either by a male counterpart or, or by female counterparts. You know, just because of their demeanors or the way that they treat us. A lot of men you will see sexualizing you in the workplace. 
And because of that, because of those childhood traumas where you were forced to sacrifice your voice, or you weren't even forced to, you put that on yourself. I put that on myself that way, mm-hmm. that barrier. You know, my mm-hmm. mother never asked me to be quiet and to not say anything. You know, I took that in. My mother even asked me once and I told her no because I didn't want to get in trouble. But I didn't, you know, and that was on her to have created that safer environment for me to be able to open it. But still she did ask and I still said no. So after that one time, I took that as like, you know, that is what it is. But at the end of the day, I made that choice. We have to learn when we're choosing to make sacrifices we don't have to make. Mm, that's a big one. We put that on ourselves. No one's asked mm. us to make sacrifices for anybody. And in reality, that's not our job. The only job that you're supposed to do is grow and evolve and live and enjoy this life and be you, you know, leave your mark on the world. You do that a lot once you have children, you bring your children into it. Now that's a bonus. Now you have extensions to your story. I don't know how we don't see that that way anymore. Because that's not what we're taught. We're taught, you know, doggy's daughter is the doggy dog world. Everybody's for themselves. We don't have the, it takes a village, you know, attitude. We don't see each other as family. Right. You know what I'm saying? We, everybody is their own separate thing. We don't see that we are connected and what happens to one person, you know what I'm saying, affects the whole. Every other nationality sees that but us. Now, of course, that was done on purpose. Yeah, but it's now up to us to change that now. Just because a lot of us stick to the fact that how we're raised on, in certain things. We feel like, well, that's what that's how I was raised, so that's what it is. Not understanding that you have control over right who now you are. today. Yeah, you can change just like your parents or grandparents or whatever made the choice to follow suit with that. You have the choice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, to change you that. Don't what any of your family members think about anything. A lot of us are afraid to move, we're afraid to do our dreams or go after our goals and aspirations because of what our family thinks. And, and my question is, who told you that your family's sole opinion actually was the deciding factors of if you get to live your life or not? The Bible. But that is not. It's not. <laughs> I, I was raised up with the Bible and when I was reading that, nowhere did I interpret that my parents get to tell me what the fuck to do my whole life. It was until I was 18. And then I still mm. got to what the fuck I want him to me having a child. You know? Well, so, honey, I, I, I'll be cute. Maybe because you're young and you the star seed, you know, and you know you went from this planet or whatnot. But, um, like, I deal with a lot of older people. You know what I'm saying? And what I mean by older, I mean anybody older than me. So I deal with a lot of 40-plus folks. And once you get to 40, it's really, really hard to change your perspective on life because but you, not, I, I'm, I'm just telling you, I'm, I'm telling you how it's, it's hard. I'm, I'm, excuses for people because at the end of the day, they're not making it, willing to making see look in the mirror and take self-acknowledgement for how they feel. It's I hear you. I'll create a space to acknowledge how you feel. 
and then do work with it. Transmute. It's it's not hard. Like it's not hard. It's 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 enjoyable. It is, it, it is for people who don't understand that. I promise you. I and I, I promise you. I have been arguing what you've been saying for years. I promise you, I've been arguing that same thing. It's so easy because it's all you got to do is this. If you just look in the like you just, I, I promise you, I don't care how you explain it. It's a mind. But no, what it is is it's not hard, and it's not easy. What it is is not time. It's all in divine timing. It's supposed to come to these people when it's supposed to come to them. Just because we're on our journey right now, evolving at the at the speed of freaking thought. Like instantly every day, something changing drastically, like mind blowing, you know, like just because we chose to go through this doesn't mean everybody chose that. A lot of people was comfortable. That's the point I'm making. 60, and that's the point you know, I'm making. making 60 grand for, for a lifetime. Yeah. Having, you know, a home and, and just relaxing. They was taught that. See, they've never seen sovereignty. It's real right. easy. Like, it's like you just said, we speed of light changing and it's a choice. I, I choose to want to change. I choose to want to every day be different and to get rid of my issues. I, that's a, that is a conscious choice that I made, and I'm sure you made the same. But a lot of people, like I said, 40 plus, especially 40 plus, it's hard for them to even comprehend that that can change. And I'm telling you from experience. It's just the blockage. It is. What, whatever it is, it's extremely hard for them to 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 get to to just see that it can it could be a change in their minds this is me this is who i am and what you're telling me is who i am is fucked up because you want me to change that's how they we're not the ones that's supposed to tell them i can dig it life is going to tell them the the trajectories that they're on the experiences that they have will tell them hey something ain't working you know, and that's why I start trying to preach to people. I don't give a fuck what people do with their lives anymore. I'm on that. I don't care. Remember that? Well, we had a couple books. Yeah. That I don't you know. get there. I'll, I'll say something where you at. You're going to say it. That's why I'm saying. Like, I'm trying to get where you at. If you're, not, if you're not doing the things to ascend yourself, that means that you still have lessons you're trying to obtain. Mm -hmm. If you still want to partake in toxic relationships, knowing that it's not serving you anything, then that's on you. That means that you still have lessons to obtain. If you want to continue to go to work every day in a miserable work environment and have to deal with people belittling you and, and treating you less than your work, then that means that you still have lessons to learn. Like, that doesn't mean that you're bad or that you're on the wrong path. It just means you still have lessons to learn. Well, this and is we always about. have lessons to learn. It just is a matter of how fast are we learning these lessons. Sometimes it's one time. Sometimes it's 10 years later. Sometimes it's a lifetime. Like, you know, that's on that's us to consciously make important. that decision to do the work, to recognize and bring light to it. Well, this is why we're talking about it on here. Because like I said, it, it sounds so easy coming out of our mouths. But and through my experience with other people, this shit sound like Chinese to them. Yeah. So this is why one of the reasons why I like talking about these things on here so it can be said and then people can, you know, possibly it can, it can trigger who is supposed to trigger. Right. Exactly. Because when you talk directly to people, it, it you know what I'm saying? It, it seems like an attack. You know, right. I don't care how I sugarcoat, I don't care how much honey I put on the bitch. I don't yeah. care 
you know what sweet hey, words between every other word i could and i could do that and they still you know what i'm saying again they are so programmed like we as human beings we're powerful but we're very adaptive just as much as we can control shit we can be controlled you know what i'm saying our, our minds control everything so if you have a certain perspective and that's all you've had and then you're still in that environment that's another thing a lot of time we're trying to raise people's consciousness but they're still in the environment you know what i'm saying that created them so it's hard to be able to it's easy for them for, they, they look at us and say well it's easy is for you to say that because you're here in this is that and the third or you dealt with this is that and the third being in a different i was in a different environment like with me with my mom i grew up a certain way but because my mom changed my religion and she put me in a different environment I only got nine years, honestly, of all of that extraordinary toxicity. I'm going to say that mm -hmm. because my mom's switch also brought me childhood traumas. But my with my, with my, my blood family and all that, that environment was very toxic. So she took me out of a toxic, you know what I'm saying, environment, which is why I don't think or move, you know what I'm saying, like my family members. I don't see life the way that they do. I don't feel the ways that they feel because my mother brought me out of that environment. So that's why it makes sense when when someone gives me a different perspective on something, even with relationships. Like because my mom, whether that might have not been the best relationship for her to be in, but because I was exposed to that, I now know that there are different types of relationships. There are there are uh, monogamous relationships. There are polyamorous relationships, you know what I'm saying? Some people get legally married, some people don't. You know what I'm saying? There are different types of relationships and they all work depending on the people. Right, but if I stayed in my old environment, it's your cliche, marriage, you know what I'm saying? You gotta stay with that person forever, no matter how fucked up it is. Agnes relationships don't want, don't want it. Most of them no, don't. Some of them do. Like, if I found my, my divine masculine, the one, you know, that one that I know is equally yoked to me, the other side of me, we wake up and breathe the same air with the same vision and we, we get shit done and we build. Find that person, I don't need nobody else, you know? Because we're going to feed Shade into that. each other energetically every day to make sure that we are our best. Oh, you're tired. You need to go rest. You know, oh, let me go get that for you. You know, like that will exchange and just making sure that each other's okay. But if it ain't the one, any of these other men, like, oh, yeah, you're gonna have to deal with me being popular. I'm sorry, because I need to be fed, I need to be equally, I mean, spiritually, mentally, physically, and emotionally balanced. I need somebody, a relationship for each one of those. So that I, so if you can't do that for me, if you can't give me all four of those, then why am I sacrificing my emotional well-being? Why am I sacrificing my physical well-being? Why am I sacrificing my spiritual well-being? Why am I Because it's only my decision if I just, if I sacrifice those. And then, like I said, most of the time, those people aren't asking you to sacrifice. You just don't communicate. That's how there are so many beautiful poly relationships. It's because they were able to sit down at the table and say, look, you did this, this, this for me, but I also need this. Can we just come to a healthy recognition or, you know, yeah, realization that 
I need someone else to do that for me. Most of the times you can because the other person isn't being fed in one of those either. And they secretly want that part of them to be fed. Honestly, I feel like that all comes down to sex. We have this thing that we feel people are possessions. And we feel like if um, our man or our woman is dealing with the opposite sex, it has to go with sex. Not necessarily, okay, you, I'll give you an example. Like, I'm a very deep thinker. For me, there is not just enough. Everything has a reason. I don't care the, the slightest thing. Everything has a reason. Now, it may not be my time to learn or know what that reasoning is, but I know that it's there. You know what I'm saying? Whereas my king, he's not not so much. We're actually a 180 in that. You know what I'm saying? The way he was raised, you know what I'm saying? He lives day to day. He don't know if tomorrow is going to come. So he can't think that far. He won't allow himself to. So that tends to, you know what I'm saying, put a wedge, you know, when I'm making plans, you know what I'm saying, where he's just going with the flow. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So not to say that I'm dealing with somebody else and he's dealing with somebody else. But what I do understand is because of those differences, we do need some type of way to feed that because I'm a deep thinker. So I keep myself around deep thinkers. I got, you know what I'm saying? I keep tarot readers and Reiki practitioners around me because I, I need that because that's the level, you know, the, the level of consciousness that I'm on. You know what I'm saying? But I can't make him be where I'm at. I can't make him meet the honest, you know, you know what I'm saying? So he needs, you know, people that are on his conscious level, you know what I'm saying? To understand him while we're figuring out how to understand each other. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to have sex with an individual to do that. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Like I, when my man is on the road, I like company. And if, if I don't have anything to do, I like to go out and things like that. I'm a very sociable person. So I can have dinner with a man that ain't my man, and it'd be completely platonic. Mm-hmm. Simply conversation and, you know, throwing out, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm in a bit, I'm in a, a, in a business mm-hmm. you know, with media and stuff like that. So yeah, that's always a way for me to learn something new or to find my way into some type of industry or have some kind of contact. Mm-hmm. Nothing sexual at all, you know? And like I said, I grew up with brothers as far as, you know what I'm saying, my male friends. All of my male friends, those are my brothers. You know, we, we fuck with each other the long way. So mm-hmm. I can hang out with them and be around them and, and you know what I'm saying, just have a great time. It's yeah, still it's all purely platonic. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's like I said, it goes back to the unhealthy um, root chakra energy. You know, stop eating so much red meat, you guys. Stop eating so much red sauce, drinking so many red drinks. No, you laughing, but I'm serious. Like yeah, I'm serious. it's feeding into your roof shocker. Then you go out and you go drinking with your guys, and oops, now you didn't cheated on your girl, or you want to act like it was an accident. But in reality, it's just you have no control over yourself. In reality, to think about that. You have that no control over that. your mindset. You have no control mm-hmm. over your physical. You have no control. That's all that shows. And so you have to put yourself in a position to gain control of yourself and your actions and your emotions, your energy and motion. Just because you feel a lustful feeling does not mean you act in it. You gain control over that. You recognize, yeah, that's a badass shoddy right there. But then you go on about your business because you have control and respect for what you're building at home. Okay. You know, 
And so a woman should be able to allow her man to go out and do as he pleases, go on trips with his guys and stuff, because she knows that he has control. Same for him. I mean, same for her. When she goes out, I don't believe that in these relationships where I can't go anywhere unless you go with me. Like, because that never gives you guys your individual, individual, yeah, individual energy to where you can appreciate when you are in union together, you know, the power of it. That, that is so true. I, I, I'm living proof of that. I travel everywhere by myself. Most of the time when I make trips, you know what I'm saying? He's on the road. So, and again, he's not, he's a very, I want to be at home. I want to smoke my weed and I just want to chill and, and watch my TV shows because I got to go to work. That's him. Me, I'm all adventure. Let's go skydiving. You know what I'm saying? Let's jump out of planes and shit. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of the time I had to learn to not feel some type of way about that and still be okay with going on doing my thing. And that's right. I was going to say that just have other energies to do that with yeah we've worked that out like i've he's never giving me the impression that he wants me to not go and live my life and do the things that i want to do because that's not his way of doing things i, I can honestly um say that and that's why it works i don't care where i go i went to africa in 2019 he don't have to worry about me who i'm with what i got going on mm. in africa and yo, it don't matter where i go because i have control over that you know what I'm saying now, I do remember once where I did lose control. This mm -hmm. long, 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 long time ago, and I had to learn because I'm not. I've never been just a hyperly sexual person. Like I've, I've never been that, and and maybe because I didn't feel that I could. Right. Yeah, you know, but that, that's never really been me. So I'm I've never really been the type that'll go to the club and find somebody and go home with them. Or you know stuff like that. That's never been my thing. Not, not to knock anybody who has. I'm just saying that it's just never been. That's never been my thing. So, but that happened to me once. And I necessarily just right after the club, but I met somebody at a club and we ended up having relations. Now, what I learned about that was just how strong my energy can be. Because before that, you know, situation happened, all I was listening to was sex songs. Straight up, Tank had his album out. One of them albums was out. One of them albums was out. It was one of them albums. It was one of them albums. And you know what I'm saying? I was listening to it every day I went out. Wherever I was traveling at. Because I like the song. I'm a when it comes down to music, when I like us, when I like music, I'm repetitive with it. That's how I learn all the words. I know the in the back. Yeah. I went to LaGuardia High School. I was a vocal major. I can't help it. I I'm I'm gonna sing the drums in the back or the, the trump use. I look I list I listen to things repetitively like that so I can know every part of the song. Right. Just how I am. So Tank was almost like my R. Kelly replacement in a form of a fashion. <laughs> <laughs> so and you know, I, I like Tank. He he know how to he know how to about talk about sex and had him bumping, you know, whatever. So point is. I was listening to that daily prior to this situation. So it was almost like you build yourself up for that. I was, I was, I was subconsciously building that up and putting that out. I didn't realize that, so putting that out because I wasn't thinking about him. I was thinking about 
my the person that I wanted to have sex with, and I just wasn't around them at the time to get you know to get that. So I was almost it was just like I was feeding that, not realizing that I can lose control and do it with somebody else. And once that happened, and thing with me is, and I think these are just my aunt. My ancestors won't allow me to do certain shit. Like I'll make a choice and it won't be the right one, but it's just, it's just this close to being a disaster. It don't be a disaster. Be this close to being a disaster. Mm -hmm. Just to let me know. All right now. I'm trying to tell you, you know what I'm saying? So the situation really wasn't all that good. So that's why, you know what I'm saying? One of the reasons why that'll never happen again. You know what I mean? But that was just to teach me to understand, like, listen, you don't care how sexual you don't think you are. Your energy is strong. So you need to be mindful of that. So you only got to tell me once. I got it. And I mean, okay. to get back to the topic, I would have had to make several sacrifices. At least I would have thought so. Mm -hmm. If, you know what I'm saying, had that situation went left. It wasn't right, but it didn't go left. See what I'm saying? I would have had to make sacrifices then. Yeah, and I'm saying that I probably wouldn't wouldn't have wouldn't have wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I feel like that with with these examples of sacrifice, the solution to that is having a better understanding. You know what I'm saying? In perspective on sex, because it deals with parenting. We be talking about childhood traumas here. So, this the you know what you do how you make your kids, you know what I'm saying? And how you treat them after the fact is major. And if you are a parent right now, you know what I'm saying? You might want to highlight your kids. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Get in their minds. You, you, you go through your whole life thinking your kids, you know what I'm saying? Is all right. And they don't be. And that's you assuming, making an ass out of you. Assuming, yeah. Cause you think they got this. So you, I, I don't got this big house for you. I don't got all these toys for you. You got the best clothes. You get in the best schools. So in your mind, you're doing great. Cause you're thinking about your lifestyle. Most of the time, right. I didn't have all these things. My mom and dad couldn't afford to give me these things. So you should be good. Not understanding that none of that has to do with emotions. None of that has to do with mental, you know what I'm saying? Um, stability, none of those things. Some of the most brokest, poorest people, you know what I'm saying, got the most emotional, you know what I'm saying, and mental stability. Because they honestly ain't worrying about a whole bunch of shit. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So we got to do better, you know, where that is. So we can change, we can change that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So your grandbabies don't have to go through that. You know what I'm saying? That's the about you're just we're, right now it's about healing the generational dna this trauma this 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 um disconnect that they cause within our dna strand it's about activating it reactivating it to where we see our family as our tribe as mm -hmm. as our as yourself yeah what you're supposed to get back to to where you yeah. see and every one of your family members, no matter if they are blood family or not, people that's with you and that you know have your best intentions at heart, that's your family. Yeah. And you take care of those people. Absolutely. You know. Everybody will be taken care of. Right. Just think about it. If you, your family, and then think about your, your friends, if you saw them as family, right? And then they got friends or they got family. That seems like family. So now that's your family. 
you see how everybody is family now. Mm-hmm. So everybody, you know it's what I'm saying, is looked after. Yeah, like I remember growing up in the projects. You would think that's the most, one of the most dangerous places in the world to 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 grow up in is in a in a, in a, in a projects. But I felt the safest, honestly, there. Because I don't care how many crackheads there was or whatever, whatever. Our two buildings, we were all family. I don't remember my aunts or my mom ever being outside with me. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they were. But not to my recollection. All I remember is always being able to go outside by myself. Playing in the park, playing with other kids, going around the back, whatever it was. I never, there was never no one out there specifically watching me because everybody was watching everybody. There were certain people who stayed outside. You know what I'm saying? It was just sitting on benches. They was watching all of us. Mm-hmm. There was a lady, Miss Collette. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Miss Collette Jem- Jamison, I think her last name is. You know, she was a snack lady. She had her car, had all her snacks. She used to come out and sit, you know what I'm saying, in the park. You know what I mean? And we buy our snacks. She was watching all of us, and I believe she had about four or five kids out there. But most people that y'all know are watching our children while we work and stuff. Those people should be taken care of. We should at all times make sure that those people do have extra groceries and stuff. So that our children are over there, you know, and they're safe and they're being protected. And they may be learning some real wisdom, real wisdom. It would, and it can, and it'll stop all this child trafficking that's going on. The only reason why that stuff can go down is because your our children are, are left out right. there. So why are we watching your kid? That wouldn't happen. That we're making a conscious sacrifice. We're sacrificing our children and their well-being in our communities mm. for what money? Yep. Lifestyle. Yep. Like for this selfish mentality that you just look out for you and yours. But then half the people you got in your circle will stab you in the back faster than you can blink. That's a fact. Like, but they all got money too. So y'all all run together. Never being able to fully trust the people around you. But then your community, the people that watched you grow up, the people that were there taking care of you or having community events while all the parents was at work making sure all the children were safe. Like, you forget about those people. You never go back to those people. And that's our problem. And and this is why we always fall through the cracks. Because every other group of people, they look out for each other. It don't matter. I my my biggest ones is the is the, the Arabs. I don't care what they got going on, they're gonna bring one person over here, they're gonna do their thing, they're gonna bring the next person over there. Okay, during the pandemic, all of the Indian spots were running. Their people patronized their business. They did not feel none of this COVIDness. They were still making money. And there was nobody sitting in the motherfucking seats. I went there a couple of times. Nobody sitting in the seats. But they're ordering that food, though. You see. You know, and then with somebody, they don't even got to be from the same family. Oh, our BB is coming through and da 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 da. She got a kid, and you know what I'm saying? A son who got this, that, and third. They're, they're, they're hiring them. You see what I'm saying? Oh, we need, we in this family, da 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 da. They're moving them in their house. Mm-hmm. Mexicans do that too. They work together. They would rather have put all of their little bit together so they can all in the future, you know what I'm saying, have something big. 
That's what they do. They all fit in one house and then each one, they all work at the same job. And then all of the men will go out and buy their own trucks. They all had their own F-150s and, and you know, that's how they do it down here. And you know what I'm saying? In, in Georgia, they'll get the F-150. So not only do they have their own car, that's also their job. That's how they work. So they put themselves in a position to make everybody in the household, you know what I'm saying? An asset. They can all go out and, you know, prospectively do their Male work. and females all about join, uh, showing up at the job site together. Yeah. Leave together. Show up. Yeah. Together. Eat right. together. Don't they talk to nobody else. They don't talk to nobody else. Family, they, they yeah, that's a fact. And that's a fact. And that's not a bad thing to keep it real. Especially all the shit that they go through. Because they go through shit. And which is why they stick with their own. Whereas with us, we trying to hang out with everybody else but us we're trying to be and we're trying to um adopt the lifestyles and cultures of everyone but our own we so ashamed of our culture we are. we're ashamed of being else. down in the woods eating on fruits and berries we're ashamed of being natural people sovereign people and what that looks like because now we have adopted this mindset that the bigger the home the more money in the bank the the happy you should be but then those homes don't have gardens so if the grocery stores crash those homes ain't shit because it's not feeding you it's not it's not it's not giving you water when you need it you yeah, know that way because we drink bottled water and so now you sitting in this house into, yeah no self-sustainability still it's diamonds and it's millions to see again we have to change our perspective on what that is like just owning owning a home in itself understanding that even if you own the home if you don't own the land you actually don't own shit right understanding those things you know what i'm saying like understand that you don't your quality of life doesn't have to do with how big your or nice how, how your house is I know people right now that are killing themselves. You know what I'm saying? Well, Making themselves miserable because they have to go to a job that they don't like because they have to maintain a, 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 lifestyle. a, a lifestyle, you know what I'm saying, that their children are now used to. Or in their minds, they think that they need to keep this up so their kids can be okay. Not understanding that you live through worse. So much so that you put yourself in a position to be able to not have your kids in that situation. Mm -hmm. Did you really need a big house? Did you really need a car? Did you need to live in this neighborhood? What you need is a safe environment for your kid, is what mm -hmm. you need. What you need is, you know what I'm saying, to be able to feed them is what you need. You don't need to live in a certain neighborhood to do that and paying out the ass. You know what I'm saying? Because you think this is safety when the reality is anybody can go into your block and shoot that shit up if they feel like it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If somebody wants to rob you, they're going to do that. Don't matter where your house is. Now, of course, if you're in a better neighborhood, that's a less of a chance. But like, just like death, you, you, you can walk out your house, you know what I'm saying? Get hit by a car and die. You just never know. You know what I'm saying? So if you, but if you have a, if you have a community of people, don't matter where you at. Again, I've grown up in some of the hardest places. It's all about your energy and what you got going on. I know people who have murdered people, but love the hell out of me and call me plump queen. 
and sis and all that. That's you know what I'm saying? But, you know, that's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Cock cock in a minute, you know what I'm saying? I don't, yeah, because I, 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 I don't mean no harm. I ain't gonna snitch. I ain't saying shit. I don't know nothing. I'm in my world at all times, minding my business, just putting out love. Like, that's all you getting from me. Like, you can go and just say, did a whole bunch of shit, and then you running, and then the action, and you gonna look at me, and I'm gonna look at you, and you gonna know. I got, I know men <laughs> who are extremely manipulative to women, you know what I'm saying? They grew up around pimps and all that stuff, and that's all that they know. But they respect me because they know they can't pull that shit over on you. You're not having it. You know your worth, so you can yeah yeah you can you can go there if you want to, sir. Disrespect me if you want to. You're gonna get disrespected right now. Never even okay. gotten that, and I've never even gotten that. Like you know, a lot of women talk about how when they walk by, you know what I'm saying, and may again maybe that's why the ancestors set me up the way that they did or, or whatever. You know, but I've never had that experience. And I'm from New York. I've never had that experience where I'm walking down the block and a man is cat calling at me or, or something, or something like that. Me. And then I, I reject them and they curse me out. I've ne I've seen it happen to some, I've seen it happen to people. That's never happened to me though. And I, there are men who have tried to holler at me walking down the block and all that. And I'm sure I'm just as nice when I say no like the other chicks. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, thank you. And you know, and keep kind of keep walking, don't stop or whatever. And they'll just be like, all right, Miss Lady, whatever, whatever, and let me go on about my way. I've seen them same people, them same dudes on the same corner, and some chicks walk by, and you know what I'm saying? And they'll be like, uh, and to be quite honest, they had a little stank attitude. It was more <laughs> so like, nigga, if you could. And he went off on her. Right, just to knock Looking like, wow. And that's what I and that's what I don't get because you can tell, especially here in Georgia, that a lot of these men are used to being met with that energy when they approach with a, a woman. Because you know, I give the very you know gentle thank you. You know, I appreciate that. I know that already, so don't think you're doing anything special. But at the same time, you didn't have to say it to me, so. I appreciate you sharing that energy with me, brother. You know, and they always are like taken back, like, where are you from? Because you're not from here. Like, most of these women would have been to roll their eyes and, you know, probably even said something rude to me. Like, and I'm like, it ain't, it don't take all that. Like, I can say I ain't got time without, you know, saying I ain't got time. So I think we need to change what we sacrifice. We need to stop sacrificing our children, our health, our, you know, our self-worth, us as a collective. You know what I'm saying? We need to stop sacrificing our, our, communication. our communication and relationships with one another. Because that's mm -hmm. what we are actually are doing. Because we can always show and show respect to each other. Absolutely. But, you know, I, I see, I don't even, can't even do social media these days, like, if my business requires me to use social media to, to profit from it, then I'm fucked because I don't care about social media like at all because the way that people are on there and the things that they talk about, it's nothing but like degrading and belittling and talking about other people's business. Like I do not care to hear what the next person is doing because what's that got to do with me? Well, that's not selfish. That's no, not no. selfish at all. It's just staying focused. That's why I realized that's what social media is doing. And we all recognize that, but we don't understand to the effect that we are just as distracted as the next. 
because we feel like we have word word of mouth is the most powerful and easiest way to get your business out there. So why do we lie to ourselves saying that we have to put our stuff on the internet when there's human beings all around us? Well, I will say this um, coming from somebody I've been doing this for a few years and I will say you are correct, but that's one of the reasons why people like us need to be on the internet because the reality is that's where everybody is. So like in my neighborhood right now, I've lived here for six or seven years. I really don't know my neighbors. We don't have that anymore, but I now know that my neighbor is watching, uh, watching my YouTube. I gave her my card or whatever. Me and her don't really, we, we don't really resonate with each other. You know what I'm saying? We cool because we neighbors, but we don't really resonate with each other. So, but mm -hmm. I gave her my card. So she be watching me when I leave and she be seeing my clothes or whatever. So she thinks she thinks shit's fly. So she's like, oh, yeah, when I get a job, I got true sis and all that. So cool. So, but she gets to actually, even though she lives directly under me, nobody knows what I'm doing up here. Right. But she can go on Facebook, but she on Facebook though. And she saw my picture. Oh, so, so now maybe, maybe you have to find a creative way to let people know rather than waiting on them coming across you on Instagram. There's a creative way for you to let your apartments know about your business. Well, that's what consistency is about. And 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 to be and again, even my all of my neighbors, everyone is on social media some form of so then you need to just put up some big ass signs with all of your handles, is what I'm saying. If they on social media, then give them put physical in their 3D reality, they still gotta drive through the apartment complex and, and focus on the road at some point in time. So maybe at the four well, way moments where they have to look up from their phones, because I know everybody's literally on their phones all the time. So uh, yeah. But to get your handles out there so they can be on their phones looking at you. Well, that's, that's what that's what this is for. This is why I always wear my but that's no handles. They still oh, I got a handle on the back. I got handles on the back of the shirt. It says B But what if you're driving? If you're driving, it's on my bag. Put you know the, what I'm saying? Put the signs up. Here's the thing that costs money. That 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 no. costs money. That no, costs it's, money. I'm talking about get some signs from the Dollar Tree. I will send. I will send that to you. So signs. you can do that. I don't want. I don't. I don't think I'm allowed to do that. See again, this oh. is not my property. See, this is what I'm. This is what I'm saying. So this is why I I'm disagreeing with what you're saying about social media. This ain't my property. I can't just go buy signs and put it on their lawns. I'd have to pay them for that. Now on my house. I have a wall decal on my door. I'm going, I'm making a new one because they repainted our doors. So they had to take off the old one. So I myself, I brand myself. I have my QR code on my mailbox, both on the back side where the where the um the mail people put the shit in, and I got it on the side where I unlock it. So anytime that anybody goes to the mailbox, if they're just curious about what that QR code is, they're gonna scan it. I have those QR codes on my phones. So when I'm around and I'm talking to people, oh, I like this. Yeah, just scan that. I promise you, sis, I'm on it. I promise I you I'm on this shit. I promise you. I know you on it. I'm, I'm going to call them because I feel like your apartment complex should know what you're doing to a great They apartment. do. They, they, on the day that it launched, they, they, they got Roku. They let me, they let me, they actually have Roku. I videotaped it and I, yeah, so... I don't know if they actually watch it, you know what I'm saying, on a regular basis, 
But yeah, I let them know. They let me record it on there in that joint. They asked me about it. You know, I, I trust me, I do my due diligence when I touch people. That's why I don't even mind that I don't have a car. When I get on the bus and I talk to people, people see me. That's why I always wear my well, you got a car. don't stop nothing. I know. And actually, the car is going to get me to certain places a whole lot motherfucking faster is what it's going to be. But even when I'm in the lift. When I take a lift somewhere, I'm talking to them. Yeah, here's my here's my car. Oh, you got a Roku? You watch Roku? Yeah, here's his car. Download it for free. You know what I'm saying? See what I got going on. I promise you, I do that all the time. But I also get people because everybody's on social media. So I'll be at a restaurant and a local restaurant, and I'll have people come up to me like, "You plum queen?" Yeah. Yeah, I seen your show on the on the. They can't tell me exactly where they saw it. Yeah, I, I saw that logo. I, I seen that. Yeah, so it's, when they do that, I, that shuts me down for a second. Even though I want to be a celebrity, I'm an alien superstar. <laughs> when people do that, it's like really weird. So I bet you are better at handling that than I am because I don't. Yeah, uh, I, I ain't no celebrity and nothing like that. But um, I'm sorry, because you know who is a celebrity? What makes them a celebrity? I think their tax bracket, the money, yeah, their, their popularity. I think popularity, the popularity. is what make popularity is what make people celebrities. So who says we're not popular? You know what I mean? Other countries. Like when I was bodybuilding, I know I was famous over across seas. I'm not even joking. You know how many Middle Easterns and just like yeah. in Arabians and like just oh. yeah, Middle Eastern people I had. And then like one of my friends, literally to the extent that they would randomly Facetime me. So I called him once, and I mean, so I answered once, right, for my friend Powen, and I don't talk to him much, but that's because I just be going through my stuff. Like, I don't talk to a lot of people a lot, so no offense to you, Powen. But um, I answered the phone for him once just to be like, you know what, screw it. And he's like the security guard of the Taj Mahal. Like, he was inside the Taj Mahal. Like, you on the tour of the Taj Mahal? And I was like... Holy shit! Yeah, give me a tour, and I I didn't know that the Taj Mahal was like a building like that was representation of love, like it was built with the meaning of love. That's interesting. I didn't I didn't know that either. Yeah, I mean, and so I can like the, the Taj Mahal is beautiful. Yo, like power. I don't know if he allowed to do that or not, but he needs to be capitalizing off that with all this stuff going on, you know. Now we got, you know, so. In fact, well, I'll say this for social media, I feel you. Being a part of the matrix and being all in it, it is definitely draining and not good. But we need, we, people like us, people who have, you know what I'm saying, are trying to heal and all that. We need to saturate these platforms because it's so much distractions. We need more focus. Because mm -hmm. that's, well, that's what it is. It goes down to if you're going to be on social media, what are you contributing to it? Because if you're one of the ones just scrolling, then that's the problem. See, I when I, for me, I don't, unless everybody on my timeline is talking about it, I have no idea what's going on. I honestly, get on here on social media to promote, you know, to, to promote what we got going on. Any scrolling that I do is to find inspiration. Here's another thing that you can do is by changing your friends list. Mm -hmm. Facebook, Instagram, all those things you have to put in to them for them to give you something back out. So the people that you choose to be friends with, and that's what, that's how you, that's what comes on your newsfeed.
So I keep people as followers. I don't really unfriend people. I unfollow a lot of people because I still need you to see this positivity. I need you to get this inspiration. You know what I'm saying? But what I don't need is your negativity and your distractions. That part. So I unfollow a lot of people. And it's nothing personal. It's just a spiritual It's not. It's just the energy. spiritual yeah. thing that has to happen. Right. It's just the energy. And I, and I can't, you can't expect me to be in a high vibration if, if I got all I'm consuming is low vibrations. Right. Yeah, it don't work that way. So I have to surround myself with that high vibe so I can so I can get that too. I'm so like, that's hey, what I, I would say you should do that. You might, the people or the, the friends that you know that ain't giving your, your I'm news. I'm thankful that I kind of like went on a, like a, a chopping spree. Like I don't really talk to nobody. I changed my number twice and didn't tell nobody. Like that's good. Like they might want to need to come on here and see you on here. Because you don't have my number. I don't care how close we was. If you if you didn't care enough to ask Misha what's your number, and I know we all connected on social media. So if you don't care about my personal number, I don't care to give it to you. Don't sacrifice your peace and be around folks. Don't sacrifice your peace and your well-being, you know what I'm saying? Being attached, you know, feeling that you need to be attached. And to that folks. doesn't mean it's no hard feelings. It just means that right now y'all on different paths. That's it. That's it. That's all. Definitely a lesson that I've, I've I'm going to say this. I've learned it. I, I, I have truly learned that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, sacrifices. So I think we have covered definitely different definitions of it, how it can work, how it shouldn't. So specifically with black parents, talk to your babies and redefine, you know what I'm saying, what sacrifices to you Stop and actually change the things that you sacrifice. Make sure if you're sacrificing something, it's worth it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Start to identify the things that you are actually sacrificing. Mm -hmm. You're sacrificing your well-being, your peace, and all of that for material stuff. That's not that that you making the wrong sacrifice. Right. All right. So I think that's all I got. I don't know if you got any more. You could tell the folks where to find you beautiful. Yes, I'm get some of this, this healing. Connect with me yeah. at uh TikTok at the energy model and Instagram at the energy model and then on Linktree at the energy model on anchor at alignment with the energy model and then on um YouTube with what is it? Alignment with the energy model. So there's my link for you guys. You can screenshot it and then use that barcode right there to see all of my handles in one. We're going to find a shorter way to say that. We're just probably going to say that now. <laughs> yeah, there's the link tree. You can find all of my handles. And then there's our inspiration media. I'm pretty sure. And so if you go there, you can find our podcast as well there, as long as everything else that's on Inspired Media um, TV. And so, yeah, guys, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 9 a.m. We appreciate you rocking with us. What she said every Tuesday and Thursday at 9 a.m. Come get this good old healing early in the rising. You can find also on Sundays, Sundays with Spirit. This is another form of healing. Come and get these messages from your spirit guides every Sunday night at 9 p.m. 
You can find all of this on Amspire Media Network. Go to your Roku television or get you a Roku stick and download Amspire Media Network for free and get all of this inspiration and all of this healing on your couch, eating some popcorn, or I mean, even if you just don't have your little spiritual thing, I, you know, I, there's so many ways we can spend this and I'm going to talk about those a little later, how, cause I've been thinking about even spiritual groups and you know how some women, you know, have have women groups or men groups or healing groups and stuff like that. Yeah. You we know? were talking about, oh my gosh, I came across this magical uh, mystic fair. You know, I used to do the mystic fair in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. So I randomly came across a mystic fair after my photo shoot on Sunday and I cried. I was so overwhelmed with joy because in Kentucky, is a lot at the mystic fair there was a lot of non-melanated brothers and sisters well this this had some non-melanated but it was primarily melanated brothers and sisters and hearing them go out and their ancestors cry and then we danced to the drums and all the food was vegan that was being sold and they had this amazing jewelry i bought myself this dope um copper um bracelet that has big lapidite in the middle and some crystals mm -hmm. on the side and like it was just a really dope vibe a really dope energy and so with all the tough stuff that was going on, I was like reaching out. I did an aura test on myself. Of course, my aura is like mainly violent. And then um, connected with a lot of the healers. And so some I met another Reiki practitioner slash, slash massage therapist. And then another sister who did energy healing. And we was talking about getting healer circles, circles together where we could heal each other and then create space for us to be able to release and so being able to transmute that online, like, cause I think a couple of them had their own social media followers and stuff. So we could just start getting, you know, people who, even the ones you go, you guys tune in and watch with us every week, you know, if you feel like that you're on that level and it's not necessarily that you teach, that we teach you a lot, but that you actually just enjoy our energy and our message and you feel yours is like-minded. Like, come on up here and get up here with us. Like, you know, here for create we gotta heal each other. Again, we have to work together. You, you, my brother, you, my sister, we need to help each other. That's the only way that this works. So, I'm here for all of that. Uh, the next time you go out there, you should get you some footage of that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we can see, see what that's all about. And next time I'm in Atlanta, we need to go because I, I, I want to go and I want to experience that. And then you get to just be free wherever, where, where, whatever you want. Some sisters had on like full war, like robe, you know, type goddess clothing with their hairs fully rubbed and others had on their fairy like uniforms some had elf ears but they're like elf like they know who they were you know they knew who they were and so, uh, all right I, I i i'm here for all of that so i'm looking forward to having that experience so we're gonna have to definitely do that yeah most certainly all right well uh, that is all we got for y'all um let me see we'll make sure before we leave Okay, yeah, yeah, we can't talk about this. Like he was just saying about, you know, collaborating with each other. Yeah, that's what we need. Grow your business. We have several podcasts on this, um, you know, on our network. And, you know, we are looking, all our digital marketing agency team is here to support you in all of your projects so that you can achieve your objectives. Okay, so if you need advertisement on our podcast, please contact us at 478-318-6933 or email us at amspirecontent999 at yadu, yadu. Y'all do <laughs> at yahoo.com. <laughs> okay. Yes. Also, if you guys have placement, if you have product placement, if you have things that you would like us to advertise, actual products, you can send it to us in the mail. You can call us, contact us at the email. 
for Seth or note the email inspired three median with the three as the E network with the three as the E and at yahoo.com. So if you do that, or if you call us at 478-318-6933 or 478-388-0208, then we would love to be able to put your products on the shows and help you advertise and make some more money. Let's make this money. And also we are looking for interviews. I have three interviews that I'm lining up so far. So we are going, we almost booked um, for the month of September. But if you are somebody who is inspirational, if you have a business, if you're an author, or if, even if you have a very important topic, you know what I'm saying, to talk about, we would like to interview he, interview you on Amspire Media Interviews. So of course you can always go back to those same um, contact information, 478-318-6933 and AmspireContact999 at yahoo.com. All right. That's all we got. We love y'all. Enjoy the rest of y'all's Tuesday and keep healing. Peace.